Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And no reason not to be smiling out there, really, is it? I know it's difficult times for all of us, but uh, in terms of, look, you've got your health, hopefully. I know the numbers aren't great with with COVID, but... uh, Hopefully, you're just uh, doing your best to enjoy what you've got. Gorgeous day in the Harbour City. So if you are out and about, uh, I hope you're, uh, you're taking care of yourself and uh, abiding by obeying all the rules that you, you need to do. Uh, one man with a smile on his dial today, I'm sure, is former Parramatta captain Timmy Manor. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good day, Chris. I'm good, mate. I'm good as... Uh... It was just nice to get the, back in the winter circle again this week, wasn't it? Yeah, I know. It's exactly what you guys need. Um, it wasn't flash by any stretch, but you got you got the win. Um, and, you know, and I've been talking to a few people. Okay, you, you, it's been a, you know, a pretty ordinary stretch of form. You've got the two most difficult games coming up as well. So Melbourne Storm next weekend and then uh, Penrith Panthers to round off the regular season. There's two ways of looking at this, I guess, Timmy. Um you can be all doom and gloom about it and say, oh, you know, poor us. But then you can also say, well, there's no better way really to, to test yourself going into the finals than taking on those two big guns. Yeah, 100%. You're, um, from now on, obviously, there's going to be no more easy games. You know, last one was probably the, the last, you know, one of the games we can kind of get away with. You know, I think everyone that watched the game knew that probably wasn't, the toughest of games, but um, moving forward now, every game is going to be tough and every game is going to be vital. Um, but the, the luxury is, you know, if you win or lose, you're still going to be playing finals footy. And like you just said, mate, it's a good opportunity to um, get some real good practice in against good teams uh, to prepare yourself for that time of the year. Yeah. And also, I think last night, and, um, you know, 32-16 in the end and saw some really good glimpses of footy. Mitchie Moses, I thought he was um, probably his one of his best games of the season. Kicking game was, was great too and had his hand in a couple of tries. Yeah, his running game. His kicking game, I think, is always great. You know, I thought his mm-hmm. running game last night was awesome as well. Um, you know, he really stood up. And I think they needed that. They needed their, you know, their senior players to really stand up. And, um, you know, I'm not believe that he's probably the best player at that club, and uh, he stood up yesterday and, and really, um, you know, sh- showed a lot of people what he's capable of and, and what the team can do. You know, come the end of the year. Mm. Nathan Brown, he's sort of, uh, I think he's dropped more ball in the last couple of weeks than I've ever seen. Nathan, um, but I guess a few of the forwards, their roles have changed a little bit. Um, Isaiah Papali, I mean, early on in the season, he owned that left edge and was uh, he was just so so strong. But with no Regan Campbell Gillard there now. He's being forced to play in a front row or middle forward type role. And I don't know, I, I think he's probably more suited to that left edge. And it's, it's maybe a case of Brad Arthur sort of weakening one position to strengthen another. Yeah, that, that, that one's got me a little bit stumped. You know, I thought he's, he's been the buyer of the year as well. He's been um, outstanding for the, for the club. Um, and I think when you throw him in the middle, it just takes a bit of that shine off him. I think he's um, he stands out on the edge and... He, he created so much happy out there. Um, you know, I don't know. Most of the year they, they had Sean Lane coming off the bench playing in the middle. So, you know, if yeah, if it was my say, I'd love to see Sean Lane maybe go in the front row 
and allow his eye to stay on the edge, and that way, um, you know, everyone can play to their strengths. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Anyway, uh, Will Penasini, I like the look of him too. What, what's his background? I love him, mate. He's, um, you know, he's best friends with uh, Joseph Swaley. So you look at, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. for all the hype that Joseph was getting, you know, at the start of this year and heading into the season, uh, those who know knew that Will was a, was a real superstar in the making as well. And, um, you know, you ask everyone around it, that's watched him playing through schoolboy rugby and he's been involved with our Paramount system for, for a few years now. Uh, he's always had raps on him and he's always been somebody that, uh, you know, it was inevitable that he's going to have a, a big career in the NRL and it was always a matter of just making sure we hold him back to the stage where, you know, he's ready. But I think last night he showed everybody that he's more than ready and, and more than capable to... Uh, Carry out a career of his own now. Absolutely. We had a chat to Hayes Dunster a bit later on, Timmy, so you'll probably keep tuning into the show. I look forward to having a chat uh, to, to young Hayes. A great name, isn't it? Hayes Dunster. Um, and they take on Melbourne Storm next weekend, so we might see a, a Munster to a Dunster. Makahisi Makatoa, talking of names. Now, this uh, this fella, he made his debut last week. Um, where was that against? Against Melbourne, wasn't it? Was it against? No, it wasn't against Melbourne. I can't even remember. Manly. Um, I li- I, yeah, I, I, I liked him on debut. I liked him again last night. He's a real goer, uh, Makahesi Makatoa. So he made his debut last weekend as a as a twenty eight year old, and he's he's doing a he's doing a fine job. Yeah, he's been outstanding, mate. His story's awesome. It's um, yeah, he's he's been around the traps. He, he went over. I think he played in England for a couple of years as well. Mm. Um, and you know, last week in a, in a very badly beaten team, he was he ran more meters than any other Eels forward. And last night, watching him back that up with uh, just raw aggressiveness. You know, the way he runs, it's, it's just it's hard to handle. And um, it's, you know, he's actually provided the team with a bit of a, a spring in their step, and he gives them a bit of an energy. Um, I think. Yeah, you, know, you look at him. You look at you know, Wolf and the thing you just mentioned. Hey, Dunst, a few young kids coming through. They're just given the. Um, the team a bit of a, a shot of energy at this time of the year, which is going to be really helpful taking mm. into final footy. Yeah, un- unfortunate. You're going to go into the finals, Parramatta, I guess, without Mike Asiva. I haven't seen what the scans will... Well, we probably hasn't had the scans yet, but it doesn't look good. looks like an MCL injury. Um, without him, it's going to make things even more difficult come finals time. But I guess Blake Ferguson will get another shot. Yeah, well, it's a pretty handy position for the Cubs to be in to uh, lose Mike and be able to put someone like Blake straight in the team. Um, you know, I'm of the belief that Fergo probably should have been there originally. You know, he's when you look at the the big games at the end of the year, um, he's got a you know, wealth of experience. He's he's played Origin, he's played Australia, he's played he's won Grand Finals. So you know, I think it's a no brainer to have him in the team this time of the year. And um, you know, while Mike will be you know severely missed, I think um, yeah, we don't lose too much by being able to place him with someone. Of a caliber like uh, Blake Ferguson, mm. Timmy Manor. Hey, you uh, retired. Oh God, what is it now? A couple of years ago, I remember at the end of your con- there was, I think, an offer on the table for you, Timmy. Wasn't there? Or oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe to go to West Tigers, or at least you were considering that, weren't you? At one stage. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, very close to taking that up, but um, mm. the way it worked out, yeah, I ended up staying. Yeah, you stayed there. Tigers, um, so they now have confirmed they are out of the race for the finals, and that's 10 years in a row where they failed to uh, to make the playoffs. Um, obviously, they need to make some changes there, but uh, I was reading a story in the paper today, and a number of players they've sort of targeted um, have chosen um, not to continue negotiating with the club. What do you see as, as most important for the West Tigers um 
over the next couple of years in terms of rebuilding their stocks or do you think there needs to be a coaching shake-up? No, I think there's going to be kind of the opposite of the coaching shake-up. I'm a big fan of Michael McGuire and I think they've got to be patient and give him the opportunity to, to build what he wants to build. You know, the, the problem is uh, in, in our sport when boards are under pressure and to answer to the members and they want to see results straight away, Boards can quite often chop and change coaches, you know, really frequently. Um, and yeah, you know, I've got no problem with, with with coaches that aren't performing having to get moved on. But um, you know, I think you you've got to give them a, a few years to build what they want to build. You know, if they only just got there, um, you know, he hasn't had a chance to kind of implement the kind of playing what he wants. He's he inherited a mess from Ivan Cleary, and the toe cables all over the place now. Playing paying big money for guys like Packer and Madalino and Reynolds and most of Mumbai. And they're finally getting to stage now where they've cleared the decks and they're finally able to give Mike McGuire a bit of a blank canvas and say, what do you need? Mm. Um, I think he needs a couple of years to build that. And once he's got that, then hold him accountable. And if the squad he's got isn't delivering, then he can wear that. But, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with a mess that you've got in, you inherited, it's, uh, it's pretty hard to blame the coach for that kind of uh, playing roster. Timmy Manny, you talk a lot of sense, mate. Hey, uh, you're host of Spirit of Sport. That's on tonight. Who have you got on, on the show? Yeah, we've got a, a fellow by the name of Junior Albert. He's uh, I reckon he's a secret weapon to the uh, the Aussie Boomers team. He's uh, best mate of Paddy Mills. He was mm-hmm. a logistics and, and um, team manager of the uh, the Aussie Boomers over in Tokyo. So uh, we have a chat with to him over in uh, quarantine, and he fills us in on what the whole experience was like in Tokyo. What time's that on tonight? Uh, what, nine o'clock on. Um, yeah, 9 o'clock. All right. We can hear more from Timmy Manor tonight. Spirit of Sport, 9 o'clock on SEN 1170. Mate, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thanks for giving us your time. Cheers, boy. Have a good one, mate. Will do. There he is, Timmy Manor, one of the one of the good guys, one of the real good guys uh, in rugby league. And another of them is on the line next. We're going to chat to Newcastle Knights forward Mitch Barnett.